Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another very exciting episode of The Wrestling Show. Joining us today is the one who won an Olympic gold with a broken freaking neck. The one who doesn't suck. The one who loves milk like nobody else does. WWE Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle. <laughs> Sir, it is such an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for being here, sir. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Kurt, you know, I've, I've told my audience that you're going to be here, and everybody's excited. Everybody has so many questions to ask you. So we're going to start off with question number one, the biggest question. Everybody wants to know the answer to it. What kind of milk do you consume, Kurt? <laughs> I like skim milk. No fat in it. Don't get me wrong. I could use 2% milk. I could drink even whole milk, but I prefer the skim milk. <laughs> All right. Have you ever tried Russian milk? No, I haven't. And I don't know if I want to. <laughs> uh, do, do you know where Russian milk comes from, Kurt? No, I don't. It comes from Moscow's. Oh, nice. You get that? All right. Yeah, Moscow's. Yeah, you get that? I've got another one for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I've got another one for you, Kurt. What has one horn, one horn? But it gives milk. Has only one horn. Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> it's a milk truck, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, truck has a horn. Beep beep. That's right. That's right. Quite, quite a milky way to start off the interview, isn't it? Oh yeah, you're gonna. That's right. The milk, huh? <laughs> that's right. Now we got done with the milk. Let's start milking off some good answers out of Kurt Angle. Now here we go. Now, first of all, you had double knee surgeries in May, replacing both your knees. We saw you on Raw just a few weeks ago. You look great. You look great today. So has anything changed at all post-surgery? How are you feeling now? I'm doing well. I'm coming out of it pretty good. It's been about three and a half months, and I'm almost fully recovered. Uh, usually, you don't have a full recovery for nine to ten months. But I've been able to bounce back pretty quickly. I'm, I'm really happy with my progress. I love that. You're a fighter. You're a fighter. I love that. So did the doctors make you stand up and walk around the same day after your surgery or did it take a while? No, I was walking around the next day. I was in there excruciating pain, but the doctor said the earlier I get on my feet, the better. So, uh, you know, I kind of pushed myself and uh, I used a walker the first day uh, to get yeah. myself around. But after that, I just walked on my own and uh, it, it, it was very painful, but um, I knew that if I continued to do that, that would be the right move for me. And I would uh, uh, mend a lot quicker. I love that. I love it. Yes, my mother also went through a knee replacement surgery a few years ago. And you and my mother are the only two people I know who walk so quickly after the surgery. Two fighters. I love that, Kurt. Now, <laughs> so after telling everybody week after week after week that you're done with wrestling, you recently said that there's a slight chance that you might end up coming back, probably for one last match. So is there something cooking? <laughs> no, there's not. Uh, it's just that in pro wrestling, anything's possible. And, uh, you know, maybe down the road, I might have the itch to do it again. I don't have it now, and I don't want it now. But uh, you okay. never know. I, you know, you, you, uh, you wait a couple years after your knee replacement surgery, and you see how you feel, and if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's okay. That's right. Absolutely, Kurt. Now, you know, we know it that you wanted it, the fans wanted it, a retirement match against John Cena. It's something everybody wanted. So if 
you know, you were to wrestle one more match, would Cena be the still the, the last guy that you like to wrestle? Or is there somebody new, a new name that you would like to wrestle now? Well, you know what, John? I still think that he is possibly still in his prime. Uh, so I would definitely say John Cena. And the reason for that is I'm 53 years old. Mm. I'm not the same athlete I was when I was 33. And when I decided to retire, it was because I lost a step. And I, I didn't want the fans to remember me as the person that was in the ring uh, yeah. when I returned to WWE. I wanted them to remember me as the person who was in his prime that was really, literally the best wrestler in the world. And uh, so knowing that, uh, knowing that John's still in his prime, I know that he can carry me through a match. Uh, sure. You know, I, I'll give you an example. Ric Flair did not pick um, uh, an older guy to wrestle. He picked Jay Lethal. There's That's a reason right. for that. Jay Lethal is going to make him look good because he's younger and he's in his yep. prime. And, and that's what I would want if I came back and wrestled. I'd, I'd want a Roman Reigns or a Seth Rollins or, or even a John Cena. That, those are the names that I would pick because I know those guys would carry me through the match. Okay. So you did watch Ric Flair's last match, Kurt. Yes. Yeah. Did you like it? I mean, you know what? Ric Flair, anytime he goes out there and does his thing, it's always entertaining. I thought it was entertaining. I, I just, you know, it was kind of sad because, you know, Rick was one, he was the greatest wrestler in his era. He really was. And to see him like that, um, uh, not that he did a bad job. He was just really limited. Uh, but, sure. but you know what? It is impressive. I mean, the guy's 74 years old and he still That's got in the ring and wrestled. That's pretty damn good. You, you have to give him credit for that. Sure, sure. But you wouldn't want your last match to be like Rick's. You would like to perform better and would be more active in the match. That's what you'd like out of your last match. Yes, definitely. And I, I would pick a younger guy to make sure that they could carry me through the match. And, uh, you know, I, I'd want the match to be at least four stars uh, out of sure. five stars. Yes. Sure, sure. All right. So one last question about Rick, since we're on the topic. Yeah. Do you really believe that was his last match? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, these guys, they always have retirement matches. Uh, if you remember uh, Terry Funk, he's had about 28 retirement matches. That's right. Uh, I'm not sure. I I don't know if Rick's going to have another match. Um, I believe he's crazy enough to, and uh, I do believe that he's popular enough to have. To, that pe People are going to order the, the match on pay-per-view, whether he, if he does it. So, um, you know, Ric Flair is a big draw. He always will be, regardless of how old he gets or, or, you know, if he's not in his prime anymore or not able to wrestle as well as he used to, they're still going to see him. They're still going to pay to see him. Absolutely agree, Kurt. Absolutely. Now, we know that Wince gave you an option to wait a year before facing John Cena, possibly at WrestleMania 36. And that is something you've also said previously that you probably should have done, you know, looking back at the whole situation now. So... If you think about it, WrestleMania 36 took place inside an empty performance center. It took place in front of nobody. So do you think a match against John Cena inside an empty performance center would have been a better possible last match rather than the match that you actually had against Baron Carbon at MetLife Stadium? That's tough. I mean, you're talking about a match that had no crowd. That's right. Um, Kurt, uh, I just lost you. They want, they want the crowd to be involved in the match. The last thing wrestlers want is an empty arena. They want to perform in front of people, and I would too. 
Uh, so I would say the Baron Corbin match, I would prefer that over John Cena empty arena match any day. All right. I love that, Kurt. Now let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about AEW. We know that Tony Khan, he wanted you or he wants you on board with the company. Now, there's a lot of buzz going on right now when it comes to AEW, particularly with the likes of their EVPs with, you know, with CM Punk. There's a lot of news going on right now. Do you have any thoughts on the whole stuff? You know, any anything well, you'd like to share about the situation? I don't know the whole situation with CM Punk. I'm not sure what occurred and why it occurred. I know he was pissed off at a promo that a guy did with him and, um, you know, there, there was a lot of heat in that situation, but I think AEW is doing a great job. I, I really do. I, you know, you have to remember that this was a startup company just a couple of years ago and uh, yeah. they were able to beat WWE a couple of times in ratings. That's unreal. Yeah. Um, TNA never did that impact wrestling. When I was there, we never beat WWE ratings. Uh, but Tony Khan has a lot of money. And he's able to bring in a lot of athletes. And he's gotten a lot of athletes to jump ship from WWE to AEW. And uh, he's done an incredible job. I just think that the company might be a little too loose. Um, and what I mean by loose is it's more like uh, the Wild West. You know, it's not as uh, organized as it should be. The, the wrestlers are, are making up their own promos and saying their own thing and doing their own thing. And I think there needs to be... Um, organization within the company where you have the writers telling the wrestlers what to say and uh and and enhancing their characters i don't know if uh putting the wrestlers in charge of their own promos and and pre-tapes and stuff like that and even their matches i don't even know if they have agents for the match producers for the matches so i think they they need to be overlooked i think the talent that that's what makes uh wwe so good and and uh, why they're so organized and why the show is always so tight uh, but, uh, you know, I, I know if, if, I, I believe that AEW is kind of taking over the WWE of what it used to be, like the Attitude Era. So these guys are doing a lot of different things, you know, giving the finger on TV and saying, you know, shit and the F word or whatever. Um, it, you know, it's it, it's a little bit uh, like the Wild Wild West. And I just think there needs to be a little more organization within the company. I love that. I really appreciate your answer, Kurt. Now, you compared AEW to the Attitude Era. So you would compare it to the Attitude Era, not to the WCW era, right? Um, I mean, the WCW era was, was pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. So it, it, I would compare it also to WCW before they, before they shut down, yes. All right. Love that. Now, AEW, they've got Sting, they've got Samoa Joe, and they want Kurt Angle. If you were to sign with AEW tomorrow... Would you like to bring back the main event mafia? Oh, of course. Uh, you know, obviously I'd have to get the whole crew together. Scott yeah. Snyder, Kevin Nash, Booker T, uh, you know, <laughs> staying in myself. Uh, yeah. That would be very difficult to do. Uh, to sign, uh, uh, you know, Scotty and, and uh, Kevin. Uh, and who's the other one I just said? Uh, Booker T. Yeah, Booker's in the WWE, so there's no chance for that. But yeah. I think we could have a little, you know, a four-man uh, uh, group of guys that could uh, do something in AEW. I think, uh, I you know, the, the the main event mafia did never got to its, um, uh, I guess, uh, full potential. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we did in AEW, it could. Okay. All right. Is there anybody else in AEW currently that you would possibly like to recruit to the main event mafia if it ever happens? <laughs> That's tough. Um, I do like... Uh, 
you know, I, I do like MJF. Uh, okay. I like him a lot. I think he's a great, uh, great wrestler. I think he brings a lot to the table. I think he would be great in the main event, Lafayette. I love that. Thank you so much for that answer, Kurt. Now we're talking about, you know, stuff possibly happening. If it happens, if you sign with the with AEW moving forward, do you believe your relationship with WWE would be impacted? Yes, I do. I mean, that's 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 natural to think that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I have a contract with the WWE. It's a nostalgia contract. It's more of a mm -hmm. merchandise contract with them right now. And uh, I've always tried to keep a good relationship with them. Uh, ever since I, I left them for TNA and I came back to WWE, and uh, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to jump ship because yeah. WWE has always been really good to me, and they keep me yeah. active now. I mean, I was just on the show two weeks ago. Uh, they're talking about maybe me doing something at WrestleMania. Uh, so um, they're always uh, reaching out to me to, uh, to help do media and stuff like that, and kind of be an ambassador for the company. So I like doing that and I don't mind because I can't wrestle anymore. So I might as well do that. Sure. You just said that they possibly said something about WrestleMania. Would you like to spill some beans? No, no, it's not even, it's not <laughs> even thought of. It's just an idea. It's uh, okay. You know, and it won't be a wrestling capacity at all. That's right. I'm just, no, it, I'm just, pulling this thing. there's nothing there yet. Yeah. So don't even, you know, everybody, there, know. no, no, no wrestling. Idea. That's just a thought and idea right now. Just had to clear the air right there before, you know, the internet would go crazy. Okay. <laughs> now you were there on Raw, you know, a few weeks ago. How was the atmosphere backstage? Uh, you know, how did you like the whole thing under the new leadership? Um, you know what? I thought they were doing really well. Uh, you know, I, I never thought that WWE could survive without Vince McMahon uh, because he is such a great leader. And uh, he, you know, he, he comes up with so, so many great things. And sometimes he has, you know, a couple of bad things that don't go over very well, but for the most part, he's been pretty accurate and uh, he's had a lot of success. And Vince is, is basically the, you know, the, the muscle behind the company. And, um, you know, to see him leave like the way he had to, it was pretty sad because yeah. that was his life. That's what he lived for. Sure. You know, he, I mean, Vince is like almost, I think, 80 years old. And, um, and, and, you know, I thought he would be running the company till the day he died. And I really believe that's what's keeping him alive. So to take him away from that, you know, it kind of sucks. But, but, but Triple H, uh, they're doing an incredible job. They hired everybody underneath them, like Road Dogg and, and Shawn Michaels. And they have a great structure right now. And Vince used to take care of everything. He was in charge of everything. They dispersed that around everybody. So nobody had to have too much work in front of them. But Vince would took, take it all on. He, he was crazy. You know, he wanted to be in control of everything. And it was, you know, what he did in that company, he really literally couldn't get any more than two hours sleep a night because he was so damn busy. And that's what he did. He slept from three to five in the morning. He would work out from one to three in the morning and he would sleep from three to five in the morning. He'd get up and start working all day. And then he'd go to TVs, do the TVs. At the end of TVs, uh, he would drive to a, a hotel, drop his stuff off, go to a gym in the middle of the night work out and then go to sleep for two hours. That was his, that was his life. And WWE was a big part of his life. I can tell how much you respect Wentz McMahon and his work ethics, you know, just by that. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That he, he definitely is a legend. Now, after Wentz McMahon's 
retirement was announced, you were one of the first people who suggested that he has to stay still, you know, has to stay on board, has to be somewhere behind the scenes. He can't really be retired is what he said. So do you still stand by those words or do you really feel now that he's actually retired, that he's actually left for good? You know what? I thought he was calling everything behind the scenes. Yeah. But I found out very quickly he wasn't. wasn't. He's no part of the company anymore, unfortunately. Um, Triple H and Stephanie and Shawn Michaels and uh, sure. Road Dogg, uh, Jesse James, uh, they're running the company. And uh, I believe they're going to do a great job. You know, the thing is, Stephanie and Triple H were under Vince McMahon so long. They knew what he was trying to do and what he was trying to accomplish. So I think they're going to go in the same direction as Vince. It's just that, you know, Vince, like I said before, he was such a workhorse. Absolutely. He wanted to be involved with everything. And, it, sure. you know, being involved with everything is just too much. And uh, I think that they're able to uh, keep a, a healthy environment by not having anybody overwork. Love that. Absolutely. Do you still stay in touch with Vince? Do you know what is he doing right now? If he's not <laughs> well, <laughs> I just talked to Stephanie a couple of weeks ago because I couldn't get a hold of Vince anymore. I okay. uh, imagine that he had to turn in his company phone and that was the only way I could get a hold of him. I had his I number see. and I would call him here and there and talk to him and see how he was doing. And uh, I texted him a couple of times after he, he, le he left and uh, he never responded. And I found out that they did take the company phone from him. So I don't have any way to get in hold of him. But Stephanie told me she would talk to Vince and he would reach out to me. I'm still waiting, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Now, Triple H, you know, he, he's making a lot of changes. Fans are happy, of course. WWE just announced that the Survivor Series, traditional Survivor Series elimination match, will now be replaced with War Games matches. War Games will be taking place at the Survivor Series pay-per-view instead of the traditional elimination matches. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's going to be different. Um, you know, it's not going to be the same structure, uh, yeah. but I believe it will be very effective. It's new and new is always good. Uh, I don't think uh, bringing anything, uh, you know, into the company that, uh, and, you know, revives it and uh, is invigorating. I think it's a great idea. So, you know, I, I never was crazy about the Survivor Series elimination match. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I don't think it did a lot for any of the wrestlers. The only one it did a lot for is the one who won. Nobody else really got over in, a, in that match. So I think that uh, this might be a little bit better. I see. All right. Now, Kurt, there's another Olympic gold medalist who calls himself, often at times, the modern-day Kurt Angle, Gable Stevenson. What do you think about that guy? I mean, you know, he was signed a while back, but reports emerging right now is that uh, – the situation with Gable is kind of cold. He is not being called up yet. He might be going back to college. What are your thoughts on the whole situation right now with Gable? Well, I think he needs to iron all that stuff out and decide what he wants to do. Does he want to start in WWE or does he want to go back to college and wrestle one more year? That's literally up to him. But, I, I you know, this kid's an incredible athlete. I have mm -hmm. a lot of respect for him. I think he's going to do really well. But, you know, I can't guarantee he's going to have a lot of success in WWE. I don't know how he's picking up on the on the techniques and I don't know how he's doing with, uh, you know, his promo skills and backstage vignettes. Um, you know, you got to have a lot of charisma to be in the company, especially if you want to be successful. And, you know, being an amateur wrestler is actually not good when you want to transfer over to pro wrestling because an amateur wrestling, you're taught the opposite. You're taught to just go by instinct. You don't think about what you do. 
and you go for the pin immediately. In pro wrestling, you have to tell a story. And, uh, you know, not only that, but you have to show emotion. In amateur wrestling, you don't show any emotion. So in pro wrestling, you have to show whether you're excited, scared, angry, uh, mad. You know, it's it just uh, uh, that that's part of the business. And that's part of why the fans get uh, heavily involved with you is, is from your emotions. So I don't know if Gable has that yet. I'm hoping he does, though. I know Shad Gable and Otis wanted you as a manager. That didn't happen. But if Gable Stevenson, you know, if an opportunity arises that you could manage him potentially in the future, would you be open to such a such a such a thing? Um, I would consider it. Uh, I, I wouldn't definitely say yes right off the bat, but I'd have to yeah. think about it and and see what they wanted me to do. Um, and uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have me manage Dan, uh, Chad or Gable Stevenson. But um, I just have to see how he. Uh, pans out. Uh, you know, the, this kid, he is a great athlete. He won a gold medal in the Olympics, but there's no definite, uh, you know, there's no definite, uh, there's no uh, a way that we know he's definitely going to be a success is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Now, this is the month of September, you know, uh, it's been over two decades since 9-11 happened, you know, such a horrible incident. And uh, Willem Regal just recently shared a story of how you guys worked a sh uh, mash together at Madison Square Garden two weeks after 9-11. And you guys were supposed to enter a program together, which never happened. Uh, do you have any idea what that program could have been like? With William Regal? Yes. I didn't even know about it. <laughs> it's the this first I heard about it. <laughs> I see. It just I broke the know, uh, What were they going to do today? Do you have any idea what it was about? Well, well, he said that it was supposed to be maybe you know an Englishman, an American going at it, something like that. So yeah, but nothing, nothing like concrete. So I thought maybe right. we get you know Kurt's side no, of the story. No, I never heard a word about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problem, no problem. Now, since we're talking about American English, let's talk about India a little bit, right? You've done a lot of stuff in India. You've come here. You've scattered for talents. You've uh, wrestled Balvir. You've done some incredible stuff here. I am a very big fan of physical fit you know your plant-based nutrition snacks i mean i'm a big lover of, of pizza i'm a big lover of uh, you know cream cheese bagels uh you know i'm a big lover of cheese and i know that uh, plant-based nutrition is is very very healthy and you know it is available right now in america and you know the best when is it coming to india kurt is there any well, plans to bring it to india we're in the process of getting a great distributor in India. And once we oh. do that, we will be there. I'd imagine it's probably going to take about five to six months, but we're working on it right now because we want the India fans to have the chicken snacks and the Snack Smart Crispy Protein Bites, the plant-based ones. Uh, they're That's incredible. Right. 11 different flavors. Uh, they're, they're awesome. If you want information on them, go to physicallyfit.com. I love that. You know, just like I said, and, you know, Indians, we, we love to snack on stuff all the time. We're not anything that delicious. We love to snack along we with tea. We have spicy snacks too, man. <laughs> really? Now you know what India loves, right? So I can't yeah. wait for it. So physicallyfit.com, that's where I'm going right after this interview. Thanks for that, Kurt. Thank you for that. Now, also another question. This is one question that I've always wondered ever since your autobiography, It's True, It's True, came out in 2001. I've almost always felt that it came out a bit too early because obviously you had so much more to accomplish after that, right? And you have over the years. So is a new autobiography, an updated autobiography, something that's in the back of your mind, something that could be coming out soon? Yes, it is. Uh, I was thinking about that after I did finish my documentary, which aired on A&E yeah. here in the United States a few weeks ago. 
And um, yeah, I'm going to do another book. I don't know uh, when it will be on sale, but uh, I'm going to start working on it soon. And you're absolutely right. I did my book way too early. And the reason was nobody in the WWE, all the top guys didn't want to do a book. So they, <laughs> they were going down the list and they came to me and they were like, hey, Kurt, do you want to do a book? Because we have a deal with Regan Books and we, we need to get somebody in here uh, to, to, to agree to it so that we can move on with this uh, contract. And I was like, well, I just started. And they said, I know you can talk about your, your Olympic career and growing up in Pittsburgh. And I said, well, I, I guess I'll do it, but I, I just started here. So I'm not going to be able to talk much about pro wrestling. And they said, that's okay. But like I went to Stone Cold Steve Austin and Undertaker, Triple H. I said, you guys don't want to do a book. They said, no, we don't want to do a book. I was like, damn, <laughs> you guys stuck it on me. I had to, I had to do my book early. Uh, so I am going to do another book, and that's the reason why. I, there's not much of my pro wrestling career in that first book. Mm -hmm. That's right. I can't wait for the second one. So you've got so much going, you know. You've got so much going. I mean, obviously, the plant-based snacks, you've got the book, you've got the podcast and whatnot. So much going. Is there any other plans that you have moving forward, something that we don't know yet, any other, you know, uh, things that you would just like to give us a hint at? Well, I'm I'm trying to do some acting. I've been taking acting classes and uh, – one to uh, try my way in there. Um, it's not easy, you know, <laughs> especially uh, today. But, um, you know, I, I didn't have great representation for years. And now I have a pretty good representative. So, uh, you know, I, I didn't get to do I got to do about 15 movies. Uh, not a lot for me, but, um, I, you know, I've been happy with my movie career thus far, but I'd like yeah. to do a few more. I love that. Is there any wrestler turned actor that you absolutely love as an actor? You can't wait to watch his films. Is there any what? Any wrestler who just turned into an actor who you actually and we absolutely love as an actor. You love his films. Uh, who is it? Yeah. I'd say The Rock. I love his films. <laughs> and, uh, he, okay. he was a former pro wrestler and the success he's had has been unbelievable. I actually was in a movie with him. I was in a mm -hmm. fight scene, uh, the movie Pain and Game with The Rock. He yeah. actually got me the part. He's a really giving guy, one of the best friends I've ever had. Uh, just a really good-hearted man. I love that. I love that. But Rock is a very good-hearted man, and so are you. I can tell you, you know, you've been you've been actually inspiring a lot of people to you know get into a healthier diet of obviously with the plant-based snacks with the milk diet of course you know with the calciums and everything else you know you've been inspiring people to get off their addiction obviously you know uh with with uh painkillers and medications you've inspired a lot of people and you continue to do so and i must thank you so much for being here you know it was a lovely chatting with you lovely getting to know all of these uh you know great answers and the things that you're working on right now you know your plans the autobiography and whatnot i can't wait for it so kurt thank you so much for being here it was an absolute pleasure i had a blast man thank you very much likewise sir thank you it was a pleasure and an honor thank you so much for your time all right man take